One man, one woman, one podcast. They perform their shows all around the world, and now they are broadcasting directly into your ears. Let's welcome Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb and the Not A Normal Life podcast. Starring Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb. Featuring Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb. Including Matthew Pomeroy and Natasha Lamb. Including, I think you get the idea. Right then, happy Wednesday, everybody. It's podcast day. Yay! Yay! So I'm here, Matthew Pomeroy, a.k.a. the Pokemon champion. Get to that in a bit. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to the very radiant looking in a, the Montford Hall Princess Jasmine Lester hoodie. And how's you? How you doing? I'm good. I've got makeup on today, like the first day in a long time. Because you've been doing some filming? Yeah, I've got lipstick on and everything. Yeah, have you done your hair? It's a lovely moment. The full whammy. The full, really? The, what, the full whammy? <laughs> yeah. It's a shame that the podcast listeners can't see. If you could, it'd be a sight for the eyes. <laughs> a joy, if anything. A joy. How you doing, Tash? I'm all right, thank you. We're officially on lockdown. Hashtag lockdown, hashtag locked in. Yes, we are. We have four walls. We have cups of tea. Well, actually, we've got more than four. We've got quite a few walls. <laughs> and we're having quite a good time. I yeah. mean, people are moaning and being negative that we'll get to in just a little while. And yes. of course, the situation's bad. We've all lost money. We all wish that we were doing our jobs and doing our stuff. Mm-hmm. However, there are positives to find within the negativity. Absolutely. Tash, imagine, right, that you're in a field, okay? okay? And the field, the flowers in the field mm-hmm. are all negative flowers, okay? Imagine this. Picture it. What's so, a negative flower? I'm getting to that. Right. So every flower... Weeds. Weeds. Better. Weeds. So it's loads of weeds. Loads yeah. of them. Little flies around the weeds. That's a fly noise. And then in between the weeds... Yeah. Tiny little lovely flowers. Right? Daffodils. Daffodils. They're the ones. So we're in our weed field and we see some <laughs> daffodils. And all we have to do is, whilst being locked in, yeah. navigate to the little daffodils. Yeah. Pick them up and appreciate them. Aww. I don't know what you're on about. No. Oh. I got lost halfway through, but I was too far in. Sounds great. Right. Can I just say one thing, actually? Whatever you want. It's your podcast. I had the idea, because there's no flowers in the shop, and also I didn't want to go to the supermarket for Mm. Mother's Day, I had the idea of just getting daffodils from outside. Yeah, you told me that. Is that that a bad thought? Yeah, we were walking, and you, like, (laughs) in a proper serious voice, went... Shall I go take some flowers? <laughs> and I'm still shocked now, to be honest. I mean, that's one of the annoying things of the week. Um, I didn't do it. I did not do it, but it did cross my mind. Yeah, I mean... Desperate times, people. That is true, that is true. But I don't think you should go and pick wildflowers. No. Maybe. My I mum don't know, is that say, allowed? My mum always said, don't pick up the mushrooms if you find them. Oh, yeah, do not. Because they can be hallucinogenic. <laughs> Can't they? And then you'd be like... <laughs> High or something. <laughs> Hallucinogenic. Yeah. What a nice word. Thanks, thanks very much. I love that. We're using it in our show. I think that could be one of my favourites. What, hallucinogenic? Yeah. I like it's... hypnotic. Oh, do you? Yeah. I like the word angelic. Maybe that's why I like... I'm writing at the minute, actually. Uh, yes. Erotic, hypnotic, hallucinogenic book. Sorry? <laughs> you didn't tell me about this. Yeah. Erotic, erotic hypnotic. Everybody at home, right, on the count of three... <laughs> Out loud, yeah. or in the car. You're not in the car. We're on lockdown. <laughs> not in the car. <laughs> everybody on three say Irish wristwatch. Okay, all together on three. Everybody. Yeah. So whoever you're sitting with now, look at them and say, "Right, on three, we're gonna do it." Ready? Okay. Irish wristwatch on three. One, two, three. Irish, Irish wristwatch. wristwatch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Irish wristwatch. Very good, Tash. Very, very good. Thank you got to keep your tongue round it. Irish wristwatch. Yeah, very good. Now, Tash, you're having some of your coffee, so I'm going to ask you right now. <laughs> What's an... <laughs> I timed it well. I saw Thanks. the cup going towards your mouth. I'll and put I thought, it back down. Now it's time to ask you. Tash, what's annoyed you this week? What's annoyed me this week is, of course, people that are still going out. Why are people going out? I don't know. I think they don't understand it. And obviously money's an issue as well, which isn't their fault. But people are going to the beach. Oh, yeah, that's true. But they're all going to the beach at the same time. There was an hour and 20 minute queue to get into B&Q. No. Why do they need B&Q? Because people are at home, so they want to do the gardening, which I understand. Oh, right. But DPD, is that what it's called? The DPD. delivery service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still delivering. Oh, we'll just Amazon Prime's still a thing. Get it online. Get it next day. Stop yeah. being idiots. Also, Primark was open just two days ago as well. Everything. McDonald's was closing and there was an hour and ten minute queue. <gasps> that is not right. Just to eat shit. No, safety's first, health is first. And I hope you are all safe and well, everybody yeah, who Yeah, wash listening. those hands. What's the saying, Tash? Um, stay, save lives, stay at home. Yeah, and then wash your hands as well. Do all three. <laughs> Brilliant times, right? <laughs> Tash, I've been annoyed about quite a few things, actually. Roll them off. Right. What? Roll them. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll roll a few off now. Yes, please. So look, the people that critique stupid stuff. Right. Doing my head in. Who? For example, when people try and do nice things. Mm-hmm. So people might do, I don't know. There's been a lot of our friends that have been doing online videos. Yes. Singing, dancing, etc. Yeah. And people I've seen in the comments critiquing them. Oh. Stop. What are you doing? Why are you doing it for? If you don't... Right, this is anything now in life. <laughs> this is a little rant, Tash, so brace okay. yourself. Um, I've been locked in the four walls for seven days. <laughs> Help um, me, everybody. There's more than four. I've said that already. But in life, in right? In life. I'm going to touch on this quite a few times during this podcast. If you don't like something, yes, just ignore it or yeah. move past it. But the, as well, on. everyone's got a lot of time on their hands now. Too so. much time. So <laughs> what I'm thinking is, if right, if I'm looking through social media, yeah, and I see, for example, I don't know, a chimpanzee wearing clothes. Okay. For example. Right. I in my head think, oh, poor chimpanzee. He'd rather be in a jungle. Yeah. With his friend, King Louis. Yeah. Right? They're pals. Now, I'm not going to comment, though. Bless you, it's coming. I'm seeing a sneeze. <laughs> I can see it on your face. You look really panicked and worried. Oh, sorry. Has it gone? I think it was like a little cat hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So, um, going just back to the Oh, podcast. back to the story. Um, yeah. Chimpanzee, claws. Because gonna... it annoys me. I'm not going to comment on it. Well, I don't know. I think I would. But because why? That's that's quite a big thing. But what are you achieving? That's true. Yeah. Well, only for that because that's kind of animal cruelty. Okay, but if somebody... I think if it was a lot, if it was less dramatic than that, then yeah. Right. This hasn't happened, so this isn't a actual sort of example. Yeah. But if somebody that couldn't dance was dancing or right. someone that couldn't yeah. sing was singing or couldn't rap was rapping whatever it may be that's it yeah now there's two schools of thought if these people are going on telly mm-hmm. it's very different yeah if somebody's going on telly and saying that they're great yes and they're clearly not but right. they're deluded enough to think that they are yeah and they're diluting an industry that we love and mm-hmm. work in every single day of our lives people like jedward who i've worked <laughs> with for three years and I mean, they're quite nice guys, actually, and they do a good show, and people love it. Jedward. But 
there's a lot of hype about them and they mm-hmm. did really well but there's other acts like them that really when you boil it down have zero talent yeah. in terms of performance yeah so that's their fault right we yeah. can say that and I don't feel bad about saying that because they've put themselves they out there they put themselves out there yeah but for people that are just trying to make everybody else happy at a time like this, yeah, yeah, there's no need to comment. No, just leave them alone. Yeah, just be really happy and positive and happy for them that they're putting a smile on everyone's face. It doesn't matter what it is. Like I've no. seen people doing Punch and Judy shows, um, oh, magic, brilliant. ventriloquism, loads of stuff. That's we all. We did a our lecture for a, a magic society. Yeah, we've all done stuff and continue to do stuff. And whether the stuff that's on you like or not is irrelevant. It doesn't yeah. matter what you think. Yeah. If you enjoy it, that's good. If you don't enjoy it, move past it. Yeah. I don't mean you as in the listener. I mean you as in the person who's commenting, going, I thought that was awful. <laughs> well, brilliant. You helped nobody. Matthew's rant of Wednesday. How do you feel, Tash, yeah. about videos that go up? Yeah. Where We've not spoken about this off the mic. Okay. Um, where people are saying, tip me. Tip? Yeah. What do you mean? So performance will go up and it'll be like a singer singing for an hour. Mm-hmm. And in the top right, bottom left, etc. corner, it will say, if you want to leave a donation, feel free. Oh, I think that's good. Yeah. Because they un- they obviously aren't getting paid at the minute. Everyone's in a financial crisis. So if everyone just donated 50 pence, yeah. we all have 50 pence, I think that really would make a difference. Yes. Especially if agree. you've watched the video and you've enjoyed it. And these people, the people that are doing this, I mm-hmm. think on the whole, the majority of them, are professional seasoned veteran entertainers that yes. have done this for 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And that's a skill that you're getting literally for free. Oh, the amount of entertainment we're getting at the minute is ridiculous. Which is a positive. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. So I would recommend that if you're not into entertainment, just join some groups, some Mm -hmm. entertainment groups. There's thousands of them, and you'll see people like us doing free shows, lectures, workshops, etc. But don't comment and put, why are you asking for money? They're asking for no. money because they haven't got any for three months yeah. and they've trained all their life to do a job that they now can't do. Exactly. And again, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Yeah, just move on. And I'm just going to put a little bow in this little story. <laughs> I'm talking about specifically the coronavirus time. Yes. Like in two years, if a drunk guy starts singing Come On Eileen, <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't be like, mate, what are you doing? Yeah. But now everybody's trying to join forces and be together and work together and cheer people up yes and i think people doing shows in their front rooms and their living rooms it doesn't matter about the production value no some of these people that are doing it work on hundred thousand pound like stages every night Mm -hmm. and just because they're not now doesn't mean they haven't and they don't so be kind be nice be appreciative and just be supportive send the love send the love send the love all right so that annoyed me i got lost (laughs) in chest didn't i do you feel better now tell you what else annoyed me yeah madonna Madonna. What a state. I've seen that video. Right. So, oh, actually, skip Madonna. Um, <laughs> I like Madonna. She's great in Evita and other stuff. But that video of her singing, come on now, crisps, aren't to vote. Was that to be like hip and modern. I don't know. What was that? Unbelievable. Twitter. And she needs to tidy her bath a little bit. Too much stuff. Now, um, I've just literally said, don't be moaning about people. 
And I've just moaned about Matthew's somebody. Matthew's now mourning, but that is a professional singer. I mean, she's a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. She could have put a little bit more effort into that, maybe. Potentially. And at the bottom, the thing that annoyed me was the fact that she was saying, buy my new album. I'm on Insta. Like, and oh, again, no. it's kind of like the donate button. Obviously, she wants money. Yeah. But I feel like somebody like her is in a position where you could use that platform yeah. for good. I think. Like yeah. Gary Barlow's doing the Gary Barlow sessions where he's doing an hour singing with Alfie Bow, Michael Bublé. Yeah. And it's really nice and it's really lovely. And um Oh, I can't wait to see did that. One today, I watched it. Really? Yeah, it's very Ooh, good I've actually. Not, not watched yet. Yeah, him and Alfie Bow are amazing. Oh fab. So yeah, I actually like Madonna, but in that <laughs> one video I'm thinking maybe she's gone a bit stir crazy. Locked maybe in the house. She is, What's yeah. she got? Like thirty seven kids? <laughs> They're probably driving her insane. Yeah, she does have a lot of kids, Ooh. doesn't she? <laughs> Tell you what else is annoying me. Do you, are you not done? I've got loads more. Oh, what? Sam Smith, he's really pissed me off. Why? He's Why in a £12.8 is... million pound mansion in London. Right. He's got in that mansion everything he could ever want. Plus, he's getting people to deliver stuff for him. Yes. And he's sitting on a step pretending to cry, you... moaning no. about his hard little life. And uh, Now, you mentioned this oh. to me. I'm playing an invisible violin. Don't know if you can see he is. It, he but I'm is. playing it. <laughs> do, 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 do. You did say this to me, and I've not checked or looked at the video because uh, I think it's pictures actually. Is it pictures? Yeah. Wow, that's ridiculous. Just stop whinging. How many more sad songs are you gonna get out of this situation? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's got another six albums there. Yeah, he has. I do love that's his why voice he's though. Doing it. He's got a great voice. But... Very often when we're on a Virgin plane. They have, in the music session of the mm-hmm. videos, on the back of the headset things, mm-hmm. they have Sam Smith in concert. And I've watched it about 30 times. Have you? I really like it, yeah. I've not seen it. It's all like his hits, like his big, big songs right. that we'd all know. And uh, he's great. Is there any reason why Sam Smith is so sad in his mansion? Oh, I don't know. Oh. But, like, they could turn that into such an incredible thing. I mean, we'd love to be in that mansion, so would you guys, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go through all the things that we have been doing because some of it is still to come at a later date, but we've yeah, not stopped. We've been working. Um, The other day... We've not been getting paid. No, literally nothing. <laughs> zero, not zero money. I was up till 8am, wasn't I? Yeah. Editing the video for who? Me. Ah, yeah. Um, Matthew, Matthew hasn't slept. <laughs> in like three days, hence the annoyance and the slurring. Sorry. I'm not drunk. Um, I have one of those mushrooms that I found when I was about seven. Um, Hallucinogenic. A few more things that have annoyed me. Oh, okay. People licking stuff. Liquors. Liquors. Shop liquors. Yeah, I should have said shops. Normal day liquors. That's okay. Shop liquors. I can't believe that's a thing. Right. Have they taken down the video? Surely they must have. So look, not only that, people are going into supermarkets, getting... Bread, baguettes, mm-hmm. bonjour. Bonjour. And they're pulling down the little sleeve. Right. You know, the little bit of the baguette. Yeah, yeah. Eating some of the baguette and then lifting the sleeve back, putting it back on the shelf. No. Right. You're not funny. You're an obed. Is that real? That's real. That's awful. Did you see the, the, the man that went into a toilet and licked the toilet seat and he was going, oh, coronavirus, coronavirus. No, I honestly haven't. Piers Morgan said, and I agree. I should probably have got his actual quote, but something like yeah, that could be attempted murder. Yeah, yeah, it could be because if if she he or she has coronavirus yeah. and he's just done that, that's awful. But what are these people doing? Don't I do do not understand. I also feel like Piers Morgan's doing really well at the minute, trying to get the message out. The there. Piers Morgan army. 
Yeah. Oh, he's gone full force. He is going full force. He was annoying me about a week ago when you were saying, oh, is it so bad staying in and watching your telly? Yeah, he is. I was like, well, it is bad because I want to be on stage. But, I, oh, I did a little burp there. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even going to edit it. The first burp of the podcast. <laughs> I don't ever burp either. I'll let you in, I'll break the fourth wall. I never burp and I never fart, right? I never do it. And I don't really understand why you it happens. You never even say that word. I know, I'm and shocked just myself. just said it. But like, I don't understand why it happens. <laughs> I mean, I get why it happens, but I just never do it. Are you embarrassed, Matthew? I am a little bit because it's some, like, if I drink a can of Coke, right, I'll paste the Coke to make sure that doesn't happen. Do or, you? Or, yeah, if I have a curry... I'll drink some milk before. Do you know what I mean? Like, I sort it out. Precautions. Always precautions. <laughs> um, yeah, don't lick stuff. That's the end of that story. Don't Do be an not. idiot. Think about the people. Right. Tash, a few more things. I don't think any of our listeners are doing that, by the way. If you're licking stuff, do it in your own house. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Now, um, I was... Last time, remember... <laughs> We've lost it again, guys. Oh, mate, I've not slept in three days. Tash, I was getting a beard. Oh, yeah, you told everybody about this in the last podcast. Yeah. Then what happened? I had an important Skype phone call yeah. where I had to look smart <laughs> and I uh, shaved it off. He shaved off the one centimetre. But do you know centimetre. what I was enjoying? Like, one centimetre, yeah, that's about right. That's quite a lot. <laughs> and I was getting used to doing that thing where I like, I leant like this, like you see me doing that, right? So I'd He's lean on my knee. He's casually in his dressing gown. Right, don't mention the clothing, <laughs> but I was leaning down with my arm on my knee like this, right? And I'd get my right hand. Nobody hmm. can see you. I'm explaining very well. And I would stroke the beard like stroke this. Stroke the beard. Hmm. Finger uh, and thumb. Yeah, and I was getting, well, kind of all the fingers and the thumb. Right. Like this. Hmm. Hmm. Like I'm pondering. <laughs> And I was enjoying doing that. That was becoming one of my daily things. I'd stand and ponder. Wow. It's gone now. Is that the point of having a beard, just so you can do that? I quite like doing that. <laughs> I'll look out the window and just go, hmm, and just stroke the beard. Uh, so you're not happy that the beard's gone? I'm going to oh. try and grow it again. I've got three weeks. Ooh. Haven't I? Yeah, you have. It was ten days before, and I got mm-hmm. a centimetre. Not always. Like, a few patches. Little yeah. bits. A few tufts. Um. So, yeah, that's that. How's I've got that? one more thing, Tash. I'm getting yeah. fat. Uh, I'm not. I'm not getting fat, but I've like you know when you're active and you're doing stuff every day. You're carrying illusions and flight cases. And yeah. You're running and you're on stage and you're sprinting and you're sweating. Well, top None form. Top form, ladies and gentlemen. I would say sexy, but <laughs> now I've kind of morphed into like a sort of doughier version of myself. <laughs> it's like I've ate too much bread. No comment. All right, good. So I'm I... taking Matthew out for a run tomorrow. <laughs> no, wait, but hang on. Because I've only actually put on like two pounds. But right. I just feel that I've not been exercising. Okay. I mean, you I would know never you mean. notice. Yeah, I haven't done much exercise either. People at home are going to be thinking Matt's turned into like a fat boy. Fat boy. Fat no, boy. You're not a fat boy. No, like it's not noticeable, but it is to me because I've gone from like, what would you say, Tash? Like, Hench and muscular, is that what yeah, you... Yeah, 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 yeah. we'll go yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, to, to just less, if it's anything. not as... Yeah, not as... <laughs> it is very easy, though, to sit down at I all times. I love galaxy chocolate. <laughs> to be fair, we've got leftover chocolate still from Christmas. Yes, yes, we have. Lindor, Tash, I'm galaxy, hungry now, thinking Thorntons. About it. But the issue is, we normally eat well. 
not expensive, but we eat like fish and veg and we have our fruit. Oh, we love some fruit. Yeah. But we cook good food. Yeah, we have our vitamins. Yeah, we do all that stuff. But now there's no meat. No. There's no chicken. We are struggling to find our meat. And corn. I can't find corn anywhere. No, well we are struggling. So now we have to sort of go to lesser, cheaper yeah. foods like super noodles, which I really like. I'm a super noodle I really fan. Like, but yeah. they're not healthy. No, they're not. But right. you know, Oh, <clears throat> I get on. It's just what you have to do in these difficult times, isn't it? I love it when you cough or hiccup or something and you look at me like, Oops. <gasps> Oopsie. It's alright. So, last podcast was a record breaking podcast in terms of numbers, Natasha Lamb. It was. We did very well on that one. So, well done still. No and, uh, money, but we no did well. money. And thank you to our listeners. I hope you've come back for more listening. Yeah, and this isn't really a money-making thing. It's just fun to have a chat with you. Yeah, we enjoy it. We have very busy times, and even though we're always together, we're very rarely together. I'm always doing something, Tasha's doing something, and we kind of meet and pass and say <laughs> hello during the course of a day. We do. So it's nice just to sit down and have a chat for an hour. Oh, it's nice to see you. Nice to see your face. So there are some positives Thank goodness. Yeah, I mean, that one-minute rant went on for 18, so I apologise about that. <laughs> um, Tash, it's been lovely spending time with you. Thank you. It's been nice just to chill out and not do everything work-related. It is lovely. I'm enjoying it. Now, Tash, can I tell you what I am thoroughly about to enjoy because I haven't actually started yet? What's commencing? Right, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to tell you the exact... Can you tell a story or do something for... 30 seconds and I'll get back with you. Have you got like a funny story for me? Yes. And I'll return momentarily. Okay, I will tell you guys a funny story. So many, many, many years ago, when I performed my first ever pantomime, I was in Aladdin and we had a dress run, not the Aladdin that we've just done, an Aladdin like five years ago. And I was dressed as a camel in one little part and we were doing a dress run and for the listeners if you don't know what a dress run is it is when you don't have a real audience in but you're doing the show in full costume full lights almost like you are doing a show but without the audience so the camel comes on stage and i get in the head of the camel and somebody has moved my camel legs so the camel legs trousers things have disappeared and I had no choice and I had no time to find them anywhere so I just had to go into the head of the camel so the camel came out on stage with just the head and no legs what really legless camel Oh dear me, Tash. <laughs> it was so embarrassing and I had to walk across the stage and do a dance as a camel with no legs Wowzers. Luckily, there was no audience, and that <gasps> never happened again. What do you mean there was no audience? It was a dress run. Oh, sorry, I was I was busy finding busy. a date for you. Oh, okay, that's for you. And that was a learning curve. That was a learning curve. So the, the idea of that is never, ever lose your camel legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you've got any part of a camel, if yes. you've got camel hands, camel legs, camel elbow, camel toe, whatever you've got, <laughs> don't lose it. All right? Tash... Um, good story. Loved it. Thanks. What I'm going to tell you now is on the 27th of October 2017 in Putney, London, yeah. I purchased Assassin's Creed Origins okay. from Game. Mm-hmm. All right. And it was the opening release date mm-hmm. and I was with my uh, best friend. I've got three best friends just to throw okay. that out there. Cool. Uh, Jack, the comedian Simmons. Um, love him. He's like my brother. 
got three of them. Now, we bought this game in the shop. It's about Egypt and assassins. Assassin's obviously. Creed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was really excited. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still sealed in the box. I haven't even opened it or turned it on. Not only that, right. Red Dead Redemption, which is my favourite game ever. Okay. I waited for the release date of number two for about two years. Right. Counting down, watching things. I had the updates on my phone. It got released. I drove to Tesco's the night it was released, purchased it. Guess where it is? Where? Still in the cellophane. Because <gasps> we haven't stopped to have any time to play anything. But this is a good thing that you didn't open it. Tash, do you know how excited I am? I'm going to play and complete and 100% <gasps> Assassin's Creed and Red Dead. I'm going to find all the horses. Oh. I'm going to delve into a game is head this first. Like, does it feel like Christmas? Tash, I haven't done that since I was probably 14. Oh. Genuinely, I played FIFA, sports games, obviously, Pokemon on the Switch or Nintendo, but that comes with me. Yeah. So planes, boats, wherever, I can play it. Whereas sitting down with a TV screen and a walkthrough manual, oh. You love a game. It took me a year to complete GTA because I played it in like 20 minute sort of segments because yeah. I didn't have time. So I've got a 200 chapter book. Right. And I'm going for it. Can you play against any of the listeners? Yes, of course I can. Yeah. What's your name? Um, I don't know if I... I think it's Matthew Magician on the oh, PlayStation okay. Network. We'll, uh, we'll let you know I'll on the next podcast. You, it might be like Matthew 1 Magic or something. Yeah, you might want to play along with. Yeah, you can't on either of those games. Oh. But I have got <laughs> FIFA and I have got NBA and I oh, have right. got tennis and I have got UFC. I'd so, like to play tennis. Okay. If any of those games tickle your fancy, let me know and we'll play them. Also, we had a game of Mario Kart, didn't we? That's the only game I'm good at. Unbeaten. Came first in every game. Yeah. Uh, just saying. Now, Tash, let me go back to my little list. So I'm excited to play them games. That's definitely positive. And we are doing lots of work-related stuff too. Yeah. In fact, the majority of our days are work-related. Yeah, but isn't it good that we live in a world now where we are we have got entertainment huh? just by the click of our fingers? Did you read my thing? No. So I have literally, that was my next point to make. Really? It is so true. I've put on my notes in front of me. It makes us realise how lucky we are to live in the world of modern technology where everything is available with a click of a finger. Oh, I love that. I read your mind. You did, but isn't that true? It is. And I seen a picture today that said um, festival and it was a festival at home and on the picture it just had Netflix, Disney, Amazon Prime, Sky, like all of these options. And yeah. it was like a fun home festival. And it made me feel excited because we can watch so much. It's unbelievable, Tash. It's great. And I've got like the wrestling network and the UFC network and stuff. And at the click of a finger or the tap of a button, mm-hmm. we've got the world. And YouTube. Wow, what a great platform. Yeah, and the fact that we can... I can sit here right now. Uh-huh. So I'm actually going to do this just for explanation's sake. Tash, tell me any item in the world, anything you want, anything, it doesn't matter. Just make something completely random up. What, you mean an item? Just anything. Picture frame. Picture frame, Is that okay? what you mean? <laughs> it doesn't matter, anything Sorry. you want. So picture frame, okay, I'm putting that in now. So you can have a picture frame delivered here... Yeah. By Wednesday 25th, which is today. By now, like a couple of hours. By 1pm today. Wow. And it is now half one in the morning, 22. That's mental. That is crazy. Think about, and also I was thinking that in this time I've been FaceTiming my Mm mum and yesterday we were looking at dogs and stuff and we were just chatting and giving her a little tour around and whatever. And um, how mental is that? You can pick up a handset, push a button 
and you're talking and seeing somebody live in real time yeah who's doing the same thing yeah we can keep in touch with everybody i've been i know it's not the same thing but i've been trading pokemon as you've seen and i'm trading with people in japan and china and russia and india and everywhere and it's instantaneous yeah i send a pokemon and get one back immediately and that's real people who are wow. sitting with their controllers in their hands on the yeah. other side of the world. And especially at a time like this when the world is going through the same thing. I feel like we're all together as one. Yes, and that kind of brings us back to what I was saying at the very start of this. Let's all be kind and be nice to each other because we're all trying to get through this in our own ways. Yeah, I'm sure our listeners are very kind. So we've been drawing and writing and creating and practicing. Uh, we've done some magic for a few different projects and been sending them off and that's all been good. Yeah. And we've had a nice time just chilling. We tried to watch Star Wars 3, oh, but I fell asleep fell and I apologise. I was exhausted. Even though we're not working, I feel like we're actually working more. Yeah. Because when we're working, working, we get yeah. time in the van where we alternate and I sleep or we're on a boat and we get to relax in the day. Yeah. From the second I wake up till sort of four or five in the morning, You're we're busy. doing different projects. Now we've got free time. We've got more projects to do. Maybe we need to schedule in some fun time. Hence oh, why I've still not even turned the game on yet. Yeah. We're kind of a week into lockdown. I'm going to develop a timetable. Oh, can you? The Lamb and Pomeroy timetable. Lamoroy. Lamoroy. Okay, I've got a funny story. Yes. So about maybe 10 years ago, yeah. if my mum's listening, which I know she will be, she'll love this story. I've got two, actually. I'm going to tell you them both very briefly. One is I got in from school okay. and my mum doesn't drive and she was at my grandma's house and I've got a bit of grit in my eye, a little tiny bit of grit. And it was really, really hurting. Yeah. And normally, as you've seen, I'm okay with pain. Like I tore my tear duct off my face. I was okay. Oh, but we've not heard about that, Matthew. Have I mentioned it? <laughs> Oh, Tash, what's happened to my foot? Uh-oh, my dog accidentally caught Matthew's foot as Matthew went to kick the ball and he kind of bit through Matthew's foot. Lots of blood. <laughs> but I'm okay and the dog's lovely and we're all good. But I had this bit of grit in my eye and I was being a girl about it. I was really, not even a girl because you're much stronger than I am, but I was being dramatic, um, probably more dramatic than I've ever been before. I think I was crying. And my mum said to me, Probably. well, look, if you want to get this sorted out, I want to apologise that I just said like a girl, because I take that yeah, back completely. Yeah, what are you saying, bro? Because you would kick my head in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Girls have got some strength. Um, <laughs> but I was being stereotypically dramatic. Okay. All right. And so all the girls, ladies, lasses, I apologise. He is very sorry. I actually am. I didn't mean <laughs> what I said. Um, but... Went to hospital, and on the way it was really rainy. Hang on, you went to hospital because you got grit sorry. in your eye. The doctors in the oh, next village, right. like a 25 minute walk, do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. So we had to go through the fields, but it was really rainy. Oh my And my mum's got these wellies on, right. right? And I'm walking, and as the wind's blowing and hitting my eye, mm -hmm. it's really, really hurting, it's sore, because it's like, it's almost like the wind's getting in my eye. Yeah, yeah. Right? And my mum, I heard this massive squelch. I was like, <laughs> what the hell's happened, Right. And I turned around and my mum had fallen into a muddy puddle that had gone up to her knees. And I'm not exaggerating, literally her knees. So I turned around and I had like a three foot mum. Like she just sunk. Oh no. So like the top bit of her thigh was sticking out of the ground and her torso and top half, obviously. But I couldn't see half her legs anymore. <laughs> and the more she tried to struggle to pull her legs out, the tighter the mud got. No, that's dangerous, Couldn't breathe. It? I was rolling, I could not, I still now can't talk. It was the funniest, and my mum was like, 
obviously she was fine. Yeah. But she was panicking, which mm-hmm. made it funnier. But I knew she was okay. But she was trying to pull, and then she pulled her feet out of the wellies. Um, oh. Good times. The second time is the school bus. Yes. Had a driver who looked like a really fat Elvis. Okay. Like he was big. And he had like the Elvis quiff, black, obviously dyed his hair black. Yeah. Had the long, big sideburns. And he used to have like the Elvis glasses, the big silver glasses around his neck. He was your bus driver. At school, yeah. He sounds fun. Yeah, I never spoke to him, but I knew that he looked like Elvis. Right. And one day, mm-hmm. I was waiting to go on the normal bus to yeah. town with my mum. Okay. And I saw the bus driver coming down and I saw that it was the same one. Right? right, he'd never drew. He never driven the normal buses, so he must have just swapped over or something. So I said to my mum before we got on the bus, I was like, "Mum, it's Elvis." Elvis. Well, my mum could not talk. Like she couldn't ask to go to town because she was laughing too much. Like you know the little pay meter thing. Yeah. She was leaning on that hysterically laughing. Wow. Because she thought the man looked like Elvis, and he did look like Elvis. But my mum was, like, shocked by the sudden fact the door opened. And I think I went, like, oh, And I walked off to the back of the bus, and my mum was probably there for about a minute and a half. Just giggling. Trying to pay. Oh, and you left her. I did leave her. You could have helped the girl out. I could have helped the lady out. You could have. She's my friend. Natash, we're going for a run tomorrow. We've talked about that. That's very exciting. Yeah, that's in the timetable. Last night, I was on the phone to Jack and I popped out for about three minutes because directly outside your sister's house, where we were, there's a little... You can yes. see the little sign from the window. Yeah. Um, it's probably five paces outside the house. So I had no fresh air at all yesterday and I thought, well, I don't want to be around anybody, mm-hmm. so I'll wait till about 11 at night. Yeah. So at that time at night, half 10, 11 o'clock, I just popped outside and stood probably about three metres from the door, just standing out in the night air, getting some sort of breath, some fresh air. And I looked and peered through the little window and it was empty. It <laughs> felt so surreal. And there was like a little plastic bag blowing across the car park. It felt like I was in a horror film and there was nothing on the shelves. Yeah. Nobody around, no cars on the road. Strange, isn't it? Really odd. I once had to, many years ago when I was in college, I worked in Tesco. And I once had to close up the store, actually, this one time. And it's a very, you know how big Tesco's are? Yeah, one massive. Going, yeah? I had to close all that up by myself. Wow. One day. And that was really weird because that was like nobody in. Did you do anything in there? No. Did you like run down the aisles or like do a slide on your knees or something? Juggle with some apples? I don't know. Uh, I can't say I did. Go down the conveyor belt. <laughs> do you know that's one of my life goals? At the airport? Oh, I think it every single time. Me and my friends have done this. How? When? What? Why? When we came back from Dublin, we we all did this at the same time. We no. all sat on the conveyor belt and just went round. Which we would not recommend and don't try at home. Yeah, don't because we got really told off. But you did it. But we did it. Oh, that's exciting. It was fun. Every time we're waiting for our bags, I always think, oh, can we I could sit just on? jump on. Yeah. You think that's... Forget it. Um, now, Tash, I've got a story from the book. Story from the book. Are you we excited? love this book. We do love this book. Now, this is... I haven't... I've never read these before I get to the podcast. Uh, the question is, what's the last time we learned about the biggest thing, which was a mushroom? Oh, this yes. Time, the biggest living, breathing thing was a mushroom. I don't know if it was breathing, but the biggest oh, living yeah. thing. <laughs> not sure it was breathing, because it's a mushroom. can't pack. breathe. What's the loudest thing in the ocean? 
loudest thing in the ocean. Let me think Have about, a think about this. That. Is it a killer whale? People at home think about it too. The loudest thing in the ocean. What do you think that is and or could be? I'm going for a killer whale. Okay. Shrimps. What? Shrimps. I don't understand. Through the blue... Right, brace yourself. Bracing. Though the blue whale produces the loudest noise of any individual animal in the sea or on land, the loudest natural noise of all is made by shrimps. The sound of the shrimp layer is the only natural noise that can wipe out a submarine sonar, deafening the operators through the headphones. Below the layer, they can hear nothing above it and vice versa. Hearing from below can only be accomplished by raising a mast up through it. The noise of the collected shrimps amounts to an earth-splitting 246 decibels, which even adjusting for the fact that sound travels five times faster in water equates to about 160 decibels in air, considerably louder than a jet taking off. Or what? the human threshold of pain. Some observers have compared it to everyone in the world frying bacon at the same time. The noise is caused by trillions of shrimps snapping their single oversized claw all at once. Snapping shrimps, members of the various Alpheus and Salafius species, are found in shallow tropical and subtropical waters. But it's even more interesting than it sounds. Video shots at 40,000 frames per second shows clearly that the noise occurs 700 microseconds after the claw has snapped shut. The noise comes from burst bubbles, not the snapping of the claw itself, an effect known as cavitation. It works like this. A small bubble on the Mm -hmm. side of the claw fits neatly into the groove on the other side. Of the the shrimp? uh, Yeah, of its claw. Okay, The claw is shut so rapidly that a jet of water travelling at 100 kilometres, 62 miles per hour, squirts out fast enough to create expanding bubbles of water vapour. Mm-hmm. When the water slows down and normal pressure is restored, the bubbles collapse, creating intense heat as high as 20,000 Celsius. Whew. A loud pop of light, the last being a rare phenomenon, sorry, a loud pop and light, this last being a very rare phenomenon called sonoluminescence. Big word. Yeah, it's sonoluminescence, I think. Uh, sonoluminescence, maybe, where sound generates light. Shrimps use the noise to stun prey, communicate, and find mates. As well as running sonar, the sharp, hot, intense noise makes dents in the ship's propellers. Well, I never knew that. Interesting, right? So they're the loudest things in the ocean. Yeah. Wow. A team of them. Noisy little things. Team shrimp. Now, you know what next podcast is, Tash? Do you know? No. It's number 13. <gasps> Unlucky 13. Well, I thought that we could dedicate next week's podcast to ghosts, horror stories, and the supernatural. Yes, let's do it. Now, talking of that, I thought to end today's podcast, yes. we could go through some theatre superstitions. Love this. Okay, so we've got a few different ones. I think that you will have heard them before, mm-hmm. but we'll try and elaborate on the ones that you haven't. Okay. So if you do know it, let us know. And if you don't, then do the same thing. And listeners out there, you can let us know via Twitter, at Matthew 
uh, magician or Natasha underscore on stage. Yeah. Tash, a bad dress rehearsal yeah. means a show will be a hit. Yep, and I agree. Now, this is an old wives' tale, and no one is quite sure how it started. Uh, many theatre folk cling to the idea that a bad dress is a good omen for a successful opening night. Occasionally, there is the coincidence that a disastrous final rehearsal precedes an amazing premiere. But this most likely is a result of a prepared production, committed artist, and a large dose of adrenaline, not a douche ex machina. A douche ex machina. Do you have I agree, because if we ever have a good run, dress run, I'm worried. So? Just like the camel trousers, yeah. the actual first show was brilliant. You know, I did the Danger Mouse theatre tour. Yes. And I was Danger Mouse. Yeah. When I was 19. Yeah. And the Danger Mouse head sat on my head. Yeah. So not a full face character, not a no. full mask. It was like my head was kind of looking down towards the floor and a massive Danger Mouse head sat on top of my head, but I could still see down. <laughs> okay. Now in this script, the script was long. I didn't leave the stage in two hours and a bit. Wow. And I started as the old granddad danger mouse okay then i went to baby danger mouse and i evolved Aww. into danger mouse right That's cute. but he's into science him and penfold right so i had to learn like the I top love, of, like love the... penfold right so i had to learn the biggest words and loads of them like <laughs> two hour monologues like unbelievable so i thought well some of these long words yeah. i could write them phonetically yeah down on the set Okay. So I can see down like anyway. Like a cheat sheet. Yeah, like a little bit like a cheat sheet. So I've got 10 minutes memorised, mm -hmm. but the one word that I was stuck on or would trip up on, I'd put it there. Right. And I always did this in rehearsals, in sort of the text. Mm -hmm. And this, the final text of the dress, I'm in full costume, unbeknownst to me, the stage manager had taken all the paper and torn it up. Yeah. So I didn't have a cheat sheet. Right. And not that I needed it, because by that point I'd probably remembered. Yeah. But it kind of felt like my safety blanket had gone. Oh. Like, I glanced down and had that moment of panic, realising, oh my god, it's not there. Like, what do I do? <laughs> so, I went wrong, and the whole cast went wrong. It was oh. like a disaster. That's terrible. Everybody messed up. Right. Uh, me probably more than anyone else. But I didn't know where I was, and I said the wrong complicated word that was in the second half, not the first, and I <laughs> ruined it. Anyway... And I remember now the producer coming from the very back of the theatre, storming down the aisleway, Yikes. me going and crouching down on the edge of the stage, and him screaming at me, like uh -oh. losing his mind. Three hours later, we did the show, full standard ovation, it got five star reviews by everyone. Yes, so, so it went that well. thing is, it's true. Yeah. We've had some bad texts that have led to amazing shows. I agree with it, yeah. And I've also had some brilliant texts. Yeah. Well, the show's not been as good. And yeah, I've had that. Because if you have a really, really good tech... You then, expect it too much. Yeah, you expect it and it never, ever lives up to it, the first show. Yeah. You always have that sense of disappointment. Yeah, and there's a fine line of being the performer about knowing when to use the adrenaline. Yes. Because if you go all out on a tech... Oh, then so that's for, it. Yeah, a show like Aladdin that we've just done, well, that's a two-hour and 15-minute show-ish. Mm -hmm. So if we do that twice in techs, mm -hmm. once for the understudies, once for us, but we are in both... Yeah. And then two actual performances. We've done that show four times. You need to not uh, burn yourself out. That's nine hours of performing in a yeah, day. Yeah, it's a lot. So you have to know when to... And, like, we don't get nervous anymore. I don't think about a show till I'm on stage. Like, yeah. I hear my voiceover and I click into show mode. Yeah. But for a panto or a longer show or a big production, you have to be on 
Because after the show, you're at the stage door. Then yeah. you're doing meetings with people, and then you're signed and stuff, and then you don't let yourself sort of dip. So going back to the original thing, I think that a bad dress does equate to a good show because probably you've saved your energy and your efforts for the audience when they come in. Yeah, that's probably why. While we're on theatres at the minute, so Hairspray's not happening anymore. Michael Borset's been cancelled. Dolly's oh. been cancelled. There's so many shows that are in town that are now shut and not happening. So any performer and people in Vegas and America that have contacted us that haven't got shows anymore and they've lost not only things they've... Our friend Anthony, we said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, we're going to see Zorro. It's shut and stopped yeah, now. Yeah, so it's not going ahead. Anybody that's learnt a show, spent time and effort and energy getting it to a point where you can perform it and hasn't been able to, we are feel sorry for you and yeah. in our thoughts. And we can't wait for them to get back up and running. Now, Tash, this one's weird. What is it's this not one? what I thought it was. Okay. It says, blue... Yeah. Should not be worn on stage. Really? Now, I thought it was green that shouldn't be worn on stage. And I've always thought it was green. But apparently it's blue. Is this correct? Well, I'm a bit confused. <laughs> it says um, blue should not be worn on stage. Why? Well, I don't know. The idea that blue should never be worn on stage is a superstition that not many thespians have heard. No, I, I haven't, haven't heard, heard that. it. Perhaps the myth has not survived as strongly as some of the other superstitions because the reason behind it is no longer relevant. At one point in theatre history, blue dye was the most expensive of all the fabric colourings. Producers, oh. in an effort to discourage the spending of money on such, <laughs> such luxuries, started a rumour that blue costumes were unlucky. Even oh, then. Oh, right. Oh, that's very clever. That is clever. The economics of theatre were a dicey risk. It was all to do with money, people. But isn't that clever? Yeah. But I always, always, always thought and heard it was green. And I wonder why blue is the most expensive dye. I don't know. I guess it was probably the hardest colour to create. Maybe, yeah. Or whatever did create it was probably the most expensive to get. Royal blue. Now, I'm not going to read out everything, but never light a trio of candles. What? On stage? Yeah, so the cam- the labras that have got three, normally yeah. on stage have four. Or one's got a fake candle on, uh-huh. normally the one on the left, and the two... I'm not reading this, I just know this. Yeah. And the two are actual flames. Really? Yeah. didn't know that. Uh, turn on the ghost light before leaving the theatre. Turn on the ghost light before leaving the theatre. Yeah, so when you enter a darkened theatre, there are many potential pitfalls, such as open trap doors and orchestra pits to fall into, scenery to walk into, props and furniture to fall over. The ghost light remains turned on in the centre of the stage when all other lights have been turned off. This definitely isn't true. No, I don't think so. If it used to be true, every theatre that we've ever done, I've never known a white light on when everyone's left. I've not known that. We've given tours to people backstage after our shows and had to turn the lights on. Yeah. Um, Never bring a peacock feather on stage. Okay, random. (laughs) Uh, This one's very, very common. Mirrors on stage are bad luck. Yes, that is common. Yeah, this is a hugely common one. Okay. Whistling backstage in the (gasps) theatre is considered a jinx. Do not do that. That also leads to on stage. Never do it. Um, There's a very famous story about on Angela Webber's birthday celebration at the Albert Hall, Antonio Banderas was rehearsing for Evita for Oh What a Circus and he was whistling and Michael Ball three times sent him out of the Albert Hall, out of the stage door, made him turn around three times and come back in, and Michael refused to go on stage if he didn't go out and do that little ritual. <laughs> three times. That's brilliant. By the third time, imagine how awkward that must have been. Oh. Can you just pop out again? Go again? Yeah. Surely he would have stopped 
like whipping it's a habit, isn't by it? the Especially yeah. in Evita when you're being Che Guevara and you're being like a upbeat Yeah, the character. Yeah. Uh give the director a graveyard banquet. What? I don't know what that means. What's a graveyard banquet? I've never heard this one either. When a theatre production closes, it is considered good luck to give the director a bouquet of flowers stolen from a graveyard. Really? This macabre symbolic gesture obviously denates the end of a production. It's death. No. Historically, actors do not make a lot of money, so one might assume this was an inexpensive way to say thank you to the director. <laughs> well, imagine if we gave dead flowers to a director. And that's awful. We would never do that. No, we do give flowers to our directors. Yes, nice ones from Tesco. And sometimes bottles of champagne. Yeah, when we can afford it. Yeah, or when the bar gives it to us. Yeah. Never give a performer flowers before a show. Um, oh, I think wet. that's always a nice thing to do. Yeah, I don't believe... That's... I remember um, when we were doing the Chroma Pier yeah. and I put our shoes on the um, oh, table, on our dressing yeah. table for a picture. We had the mirror with the lights that went round and we put our your heels and my shoes on for a lovely photo. Mm-hmm. Well, I got about 60 messages. Yeah, apparently you're not allowed to do that. That's bad luck. Yeah, say break a leg instead of good luck. Do you know what that is? Oh, I did know. Remind me. Because the rope that holds and pulls the curtain is yeah. called a leg. That's so it. if the leg frayed and broke, it meant a successful run. Yes. So you want to break a leg, not say good luck. That's it. Um, what else is there? Never. Oh, this, this is the big one. What is this? This is the biggie. Biggie, biggie. This is the one that I think would annoy me if it happened. Do you, do you believe in it? No, but I think because it's so, it's such a strong theatre belief. I think that if it happened in and or around the area that I was in, yeah, I would feel uncomfortable or say something. Would you? What is it? Never say Macbeth in a theatre. Oh. Yeah, of course. And I don't know why it's such a thing, but it is a thing. And because in my head it's a thing, Yeah. it's a thing. Let's just not do that. So I'm going to read you this one, and it's the last one of these. If you are an actor, you may have learned that this is a very popular superstition, which is, it's considered bad luck to say the name of the Shakespeare Scottish play inside a theatre. Do you mm-hmm. know that if you're rehearsing yeah. Macbeth, you don't you say don't Macbeth say... till the actual show. Yeah. It's like in Panto, the couplets at the end, yeah. you don't get those couplets until the opening night, and you don't say them until the audience hears them. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. So that's that pretty much. Um, comes from A Midsummer's Night Dream. Um, etc, etc. Don't say Macbeth in a theatre. Don't do it, people. Taj, I've had a lovely podcast with you. I've had a lovely chat. I hope you've all enjoyed it. This has been a little bit random. It and has. we understand that. We kind of jumped around everywhere. But yeah. to be honest, just to be fair and uh, just to be transparent with <laughs> just you Just to all, be fair, people. We haven't got anything to talk about in terms of We've normally got quite an adventurous life. Yeah, well, because this podcast is not a normal life and we want to talk about our life on the road, this has become a bit of a challenge now that we're all in quarantine. But we hope you still enjoy listening and we'll come up with lots more stories. And we have our book, so we can't go wrong with our book. Tash, the highlight of the podcast for me is yet to happen. It is. It's life hacks time. It's... Hang on, we're not at the end. No, I thought we were too, and then I remembered... Right, let me give you ten hacks. Okay. Buy an ice cream. Press on the top... Press? Press. I went James Bondy again. Press on the top of the container. Mm-hmm. If it's solid, it has been properly stored. If it depresses, it has been thawed and refrozen. Cheeky. So remember that. Well, can you tell the difference, though, in the taste? Um, 
I think it's more the um, hygiene of it. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not sure if it is, but I imagine it's more the safety of. I'm not yes. sure. Yes. I don't know. It's ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you having bread ends? You do. Bread ends. Like crust. <laughs> Turn the outward sides inwards. Yeah. To make a sandwich. Outwards. Perfect for little kids. They'll never know. Oh, so, I mean, hide them. Yeah, so it's going like that. Oh, yeah. I know it's an action, but you get what I mean, and the people at home do too. So it's going kind of inside itself. Yeah, I get that. All right. When you add cream, coffee stays warm 20% longer. <gasps> that Ooh. makes sense in Italy. Why my coffee's always hot? That is why. Yeah, it's always a good temperature. Right. When making tacos, which mm-hmm. we love tacos. Tacos. Actually, tomorrow night, taco time. We don't have any tacos. Well... We need to make something that resembles tacos. We will have invisible tacos for Oh, that's tea. the one thing that I miss, just being able to go and get our food. Yeah. When making tacos, put the cheese on before the meat. Okay. Okay. The cheese will melt and prevent the taco shell from breaking apart. <gasps> that is actually 10 out of 10. That's revolutionary. Yeah. Because apples always break. Always. Wowzers. Okay. Popcorn pops better when stored in cold places. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hungry. Oh no, it's been an advert. When just started happening? <gasps> Tash, the Hacks app's got adverts now. No. Don't worry, I've only got four seconds left. I thought you were telling me you were hungry. I am. <laughs> hungry and want a ride home? Go to the local pizza shop, order a pizza for delivery and get a ride back with the driver. Don't. Really? Surely that's not a thing. So what? Hiya, can I have a margarita please to be delivered? With me. Hang on, <laughs> but you're here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I just want it, like, delivered to my house. But you're here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I want it delivered still. And uh, can I fit inside the pizza box as well? I'll pop in the back. <laughs> um, okay. Cauliflower dipped in barbecue sauce tastes almost the same as chicken nuggets, but is infinitely healthier. You can't, you're not telling me that cauliflower tastes like chicken nuggets. Dipped in barbecue sauce. Ugh, that can't be correct. We need to test that. We'll, I'll screenshot it and then we'll try it when we allow out the house. <laughs> Guys, give this a go. Okay. Eating watermelon can help reduce acne breakouts and help skin. Love watermelon. Oh, we love it. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. I've, let me explain something. What is wrong? I Read that first word on there. Now, I need to tell people... <laughs> You can tell them. I can't talk about it. Matthew has a really big problem. It's with... an actual issue. It, it really is. I've gone cold right now because of this thing. Um, He has a big issue with people eating loudly. It's like, it's an actual... Just you keep talking. I can't talk about it. Or people drinking. And actually, it doesn't even need to be loud. Matthew no, just has to has an issue with it. Um, And should I tell them the word that you hate? Yeah. I'm going to have to. You're going to have to. The word is, and I get really wrong if I say this in front of Matthew. The word is slurping. Oh, Slurping. Okay. Right, let's just. <laughs> Can you feel how hot I've gone? Feel how hot I've gone there? He's boiling. He's absolutely boiling. I feel like I can get away with saying slurping. No, no, that's it now. Once, one and done. On the podcast. The sound of people chewing, slurping, tapping, or humming can drive some people into rage. And scientists <laughs> have actually discovered a neurological wiring responsible for this strange condition. What is it? This is the condition you've got. I've really gone like cold because of that thing. Called misphonia. That's what you've got. It de- I really have. It describes the unreasonable emotions that well up inside someone when they hear certain repetitive noises being produced by those around us. 
people with this condition experience annoyance or even extreme anger <laughs> at things like people eating loud or smacking their lips. When it's been recognised as a condition, sorry, it's been recognised as a condition since 2000, research into it, cause of its relevance, has been limited. There is no official criteria into the diagnostic, etc, etc, loads of stuff. But a study in the Journal and Clinical Psychology in 2014 suggested this could affect 20% of the population. In 2017, a team in the UK found evidence of changes in the brain's frontal lobe that could account to the emotional response triggered by these founds. Um, a test group of 20 volunteers who said they experienced a condition listened to neutral repetitive sounds such as boiling of a kettle, annoying sounds, babies crying, triggering sounds including breathing and chewing. And um, they went mental. They literally went crazy inside this building. So, can, is there any reason why... You've got this. No, but Tash, I honestly, and I'm not being dramatic and I can't explain it. And it's, I remember being in a rehearsal room once and a girl called Sarah was eating an apple behind <laughs> me and I had to walk out. It's, I, I, can't, I can't eat I my can't cereal. I can't do the noise. But listen, I don't understand <laughs> why anybody anywhere at any time eats with their mouth even open slightly, a tiny, I don't. So yeah, that, but some people don't get as annoyed as you do. No, no, but, okay, no, I understand that. But if you go for, for a dinner yeah. anywhere, right, and you're sitting down and eating, yeah. everybody eats with their mouth closed, right? That's yes, a thing. That's, that's an actual correct. thing. That's a thing that we all do. Yeah. And if that happens, that noise physically can't happen. Yeah. So, Unless you're eating apples. No, because it's not the crunch. Oh, okay. The crunchy noise doesn't annoy me. Right. You can sit next to me and eat crisps. That doesn't bother <laughs> me. The noise, and I'm going to do it with my hands in my ears, is this. That that noise, is <laughs> it It makes me feel like, Tash, I can't. <laughs> this has been my whole life I've had this for. 20% of our listeners will have that, so you've just annoyed 20%. If, no, if anybody's got this, can you please try and... Because it's not me being dramatic. It's an actual <laughs> thing in my brain... That, like, I can't explain. It's a condition. Instantly, the first time I hear it, it makes me feel cold and sick and my stomach churns and angry and, like, <laughs> just uncomfortable. It, I can't so explain it. So we are prescribing you as having a condition. But, like, people have that thing about hand scratching on the blackboard. Yeah, oh, well, that's horrible. That doesn't bother me at all. What? Yeah. Don't tell me that doesn't bother you. No, not even a little bit. That goes right through me. But, there's, but there, are, there are definitely things... That people aren't subject to as much as I am with the eating thing. Yeah, of course. That would be driven crazy, if not crazier. But because it's not <laughs> exposed to them every day. Yeah. But it's the worst thing in the world. Let me get back to the life hack. Let's get back. Slurping. Oh, your food loudly at Japanese restaurants is actually seen as a positive. Really? And indicates to the chef that you enjoy the food. They, oh no. No. Nah. Not into that. One more. Use a bread tab to hold your spot on a roll of tape. Use a bread tab. Oh, clever. Oh, so you've got your tape. Yeah. You've got that little tab from your loaf of bread. Yeah. And you put it on there. No. No. No? Well, maybe. That's not what I thought it meant. The you tab right. from the loaf of bread and you put it on your tape. That makes more stopped. sense. You made more sense. What, what did you think? A bit of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant to get a bit of bread. Put it under the tape. It'll go mouldy. All right, well, don't do what I just said. Now, Tash, um, 
Thanks for being here with me. Thank you. I thought today to end this lovely podcast. Yeah. I'd read a little poem. Oh, beautiful. I hope How do you nice. feel about that? Yeah. So you say all the goodbyes and where to add us, etc. And uh, please, so one thing real quick. Um, <laughs> if we're going to do this podcast, which we are doing, because it's happening right now, you're listening to it. Yeah. There's this little thing that I was reading the other day that if one person shares something, 10 more people hear it. If those 10 people share it, 100 people, etc., etc. So, and I'm guilty of this all the time. I listen to a podcast or watch a video and I very rarely like it and or share it. So please, consciously, just make an effort, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. to share this video. Just say, we're enjoying this, have a listen, because that could quite literally double and triple our audience. And if that happens five times, we've got a large audience. Yeah. And that'd be really exciting. And then we can start doing lives on YouTube and stuff and running competitions, like proper ones, and uh, making this very exciting. We have lots of ideas, but we need to build and gather an audience before we can execute them. Yeah, of course. So just add us on Twitter at Matthew Magician or Natasha at Natasha underscore on stage. Yeah, let us know anything that you want to say and uh, just add us. And then if we get enough people, we're going to make a specific website and page for the podcast. But at the minute, we're just building the audience nice and slowly. And it has increased week on week. It has, yeah. And you will have podcast privileges because you've been here from the very beginning. Yes, you will. Tear packages. Tear packages. Okay, so I'm Matthew Pomeroy. I'm Natasha Lamb. And we're going to leave you with this poem. The more you give, the more you get. The more you laugh, the less you fret. The more you do unselfishly, the more you live abundantly. The more of everything you share, the more you'll always have to spare. The more you love, the more you'll find that life is good and friends are kind. For only what we give away enriches us from day to day. So thank you very much for listening to the podcast. You've heard another episode of Not On Normal Life. I'm Matthew Pomeroy. I'm Natasha Lamb. And we look forward to listening to you. Wait, hang on. We have to do a better exercise. I can't, I can't leave it like that. It'll drive me insane there, for four days. That was a lovely poem. Wasn't it nice? Yes. Listen to those words. I liked it. Um, we look forward to chatting again soon. Perfect. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you.